The music featured in the Cumberland Arts podcast is by Tim Dunn. Stories from the Cumberland Arms. Hello, I'm Michael Hodson, owner and licensee of the Cumberland Arms. Together with my daughter Jo, partner and a director of our management company, we've run the Cumberland Arms together since August the 2nd, 2002, the day that I bought it. So this year, 2022, we're celebrating our 20th anniversary with a range of gigs and performances. And this podcast is one of them. It's the first of a series marking the anniversary, telling the story so far. So, in this first episode, Life-Changing Circumstances. In 2000, my family circumstances had changed and for a couple of years I'd been renting accommodation for myself in Newcastle. It was not a preference to live in the city. The wilder the countryside I live in, always the better for my health and well-being. I'd lived in the High Pennines outside Alston for 20 years with my family, my then-wife Jackie, my elder daughter Frankie, the psychotherapist, and Joe, my younger daughter. And trekking has taken me to wild places, solo along the length of the Pyrenees and into the Lesotho Drakensberg, and also to the Mera Peak in Nepal, to Bhutan, the mountains and deserts of North Africa, riding in Armenia and Mongolia. And to fulfil a dream I had had since I was nine or ten, I travelled not so very long ago with camels in the Gobi Desert. But in 2000, with my work at the Criminal Bar largely in Newcastle, city life, it had to be while I found my equilibrium again. No flat or house, however well it was designed, could compensate for the loss of living in the wilds of Alston Moor. Then one day I had a brainwave. Some years before, I had worked in a night shelter in London, housed in an old pub, the Lord Clyde. And the idea of buying a small derelict pub now and turning it into a home sprang into possibility. Its internal landscape of narrow staircases, bars, beer cellars and big windows might assuage the harshness of the concrete and noise of city life. And with my ear to the ground in January or February 2002, I'd heard on the grapevine that the Cumberland Arms had sadly fallen on hard times and into disrepair, was bankrupt and likely to be up for sale soon. The moment I was told this, I found out where it was and that instant raced to see it. I drove there on a cold, clear afternoon. The pub was indeed closed, the windows implacable, the building silent. But its aspect was delightful with its cobbled area in front, no through road, facing south, overlooking the fields of the city farm. I soon found out about the heritage-rich Oosburn Valley below it, the Clooney, an old bonded warehouse where the Brothers Theatre and the Cooperative of Artists Studios at 36 Lime Street lived. There was the off-key rehearsal rooms, the stables, the head of steam and the ship. The biker wall was at the other end of the street and just behind the Cumberland was a buried site of a Roman mile castle and I found out that the premises might be purchased 
and I had already fallen in love with the Cumberland. It would make a perfect home. But I also learned that it was not closed. It opened in the evenings, so I became a customer. It was bitterly cold as I walked for the first time at night along the biker building's cul-de-sac. The wind groaned in the trees and thrashed the branches above my head. The night was black. One or two streetlights winked dimly. The rest, damaged, rose dark, triffid-like. There were no buildings around. Behind me, biker bank, biker wall, and the traffic were in another world. Ahead of me, the pub seemed to have no lamps lit. I knew not what I would find when I went in. Would I be met with silence and hostile stares or worse? I can still feel the excitement and apprehension as I ventured along. Then, strangely, I thought I could hear music, unable as yet to discern from whence it came. As I neared the building, the source became clear and I stood for a moment transfixed, enchanted, listening to the skipping, insistent fiddles, the tump of the barong which came tumbling out of the Cumberland's windows, and my heart was stolen. I stood a long time, close in the shadows, not yet wanting to go in and break the romance of the moment intrude upon the music. It dawned on me as I stood there that here was something extraordinarily special. And if indeed the Cumberland had come on difficult time and was really to be sold, I could keep it open just for this Irish folk night and live upstairs in the tenant's flat. Heart thumping louder than the music, I went in, and I'll tell you what happened when I did next time. What's a place that we all go? The Cumberland Arms podcast was produced and recorded by Hal Branson, barman at the Cumberland Arms between 2006 and 2008. The music featured in the Cumberland Arms podcast is by Tim Dalling.